Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Brain again, and he's got it! Gavin was closing in, oh Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not after three! Yeah! 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 Hello, I'm Charles Commons. Welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me, the podcast for Northampton Town fans and of course the FSA Club Podcast of the Year. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's still in our hands and those hands belong to Danny Brothers, Neil Edgerton Scott and Chesie Coleman. Hello guys, you okay? Yes, tremendous. Yes. Good. My uh, hands have been. Oh. Um, I was about to say lubricated. Oh, careful. <laughs> right. My hands have been moisturised by today's results. Charles. Oh. Monday, I like. I mean Monday. Hands, space face. I like that yes. your your indication, Charles, is that it's in mine, Danny's, and. Jeffy's hands. Oh, well, we have no say in it. Well, I, I beg to differ, Neil Edgerton Scott, because earlier today, as we were, you know, trying to work our way through Monday afternoon's games, um, you turned the telly on and have a consumed. Yes, I did. I turned it on, and probably thirty seconds later, Port Vale scored. Uh, Shocking. So then I turned it off, and all, all things worked out well. Exactly. So therefore, in your hands. Good point. Yep. <laughs> oh dear, it's going to be a good pod. I can tell. Um, let's start 
with Saturday. Let's start with the one-all draw against Exeter. All of us were there, which which meant our Twitter feed was very quiet. Full house. Full house. And, oh, what a day. I enjoyed. I enjoyed Saturday. Did you guys? I thought it was fantastic. A lovely old time, yeah. Yeah. Great day. Great day out. Lovely time. Apart from your daughter, Charles, essentially assaulting (laughs) me and Danny. But aside from that, great day. I thought, you, you know, you, you handled yourselves exceptionally, both of you. Thank you. Yes. I love well, stand-up bingo, though. Oh. You did what? You, lost, you had about oh. 20 tickets, Jeffy. I did have, I did have <laughs> 20 tickets. I saw your picture. You had, <laughs> you had all the tickets, Jeffy. How did you lose? <laughs> How did that happen? But, but in more positive news, I won the raffle. Hey. Ooh, what did you win? I won, pretty cool, um, yeah. a vinyl turntable um, record player that's USB nice. ported as well, so it was oh, proper snazzy. That that's a great prize. Fantastic! Yeah, Beautiful. I was like, Beautiful, this is man. brilliant. Prizes at Stand Up Bingo just keep getting better. Look well, no, because it wasn't for Stand Up Bingo; it's for the raffle, Charles. Next oh, time, well. a speedboat. <laughs> what to get me from? To get me from like bullseye. Uh, Tom <laughs> Cliff special prize. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that if I had a speedboat, I could get to Barrow quicker than I could drive it. <laughs> How long does it take from watch it? It's going to be about seven hours. Oh, well, effectively, I mean, poor old Malcolm Butler has got to go further than me, but it is pretty he'll, much on one end. He'll drop the train up there. Yeah, he'll get the train up for yeah. free as well. Five yeah. hours 30, Jeffy, I've got on the road. Nah, not with my driving. <laughs> And, and if you take, you've got to take into account, you know, a little sneaky stop for a wee here, a little sneaky stop for a pasty. Crispy cream, not not going Krispy for cream. a pasty, crispy cream, yeah. yeah you've got to have a pasty. Sustenance. Nah. That's what, it doesn't matter what it is, yeah. it's sustenance. Yeah. The, um, the Gloucester services are too close for an early stop, aren't they? If you, nah, they not are. for me, that's two hours from me. Oh, is it? That, yeah, that, yeah. That, a quality service station. Well, I mean, to be fair, I go there purely because I want to go there, not because I need the toilets. Yeah. For a day out. Stay out, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it, we, um, we have it, driven there before on the way to Diddley Squat Farm. <laughs> just, just I, I can't just, believe I'm hitting this button this early. The further adventures of <laughs> Jeffy. <laughs> it's essentially Teletubby land, it's Gloucester Services. Yeah, it's so good. I don't think it? I've ever been. Oh, my God. Oh, it's get, get incredible, in Neil. It's oh, go. literally Tell the kids. amazing. Come on. <laughs> Damn. I mean, it will drain your bank balance like hell, but... What's there? It's like, basically what it is, is the Harrods of service stations. It's essentially a lot of organic stuff and a lot of homegrown, oh, local, okay. producey type of thing. Oh, lovely job. It's got a nice <laughs> lake, though. <clears throat> Not going to nice lie, lake, though. Yeah. I don't want that from a service station. What do you want, Neil? You want to oh, KFC, yeah, Burger King, other fast food places are available. You won't obviously. be getting none of that wimpy. down there. A wimpy, yeah, or a, wimpy. <laughs> a Costa or a Starbucks. I want to get a nice coffee. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, a Ginsters pasty. Brilliant. Ginsters, not Ginsters. I well, see. I used to pronounce it Ginsters, and then someone corrected me and said, "No, it's Ginsters." Nah, wrong. Oh. Mm-hmm. There <laughs> That's you go. It. Podcast at okay. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. This is like who was that football? Who was that player we had when we? It was good, wasn't it? Good or good? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was one of our first that play we had. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I spent a good half an hour discussing Good or that. good? Is it good or is it good? Oh, dear. He, he was, was there. there on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He, he also, did you see on, on the Twitter, he liked a tweet 
throwing shade at Peterborough. Did he? I, he I, did. I, yes, I did see that, actually. Yes. Brilliant. Do on respect. Absolutely loved it. It was a great day on Saturday. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, we were, well, myself, Neil and Danny all met up outside of Carsbar. Jeffy, you did come over. Um, unfortunately, I think you missed Neil and Danny, didn't you? I've, I found yeah. Danny at the end of the day. Oh, you did? But Good. I was, I was far too busy enjoying myself in hospitality, which can I just shout out the club because they are just incredible every time I go into hospitality they're just they can't do enough and often it's a thankless task isn't it when you're trying to serve people food and and drinks and stuff and you just want to enjoy the game and often they're the the, in the back seat really aren't they they're not really able to take in the game like we are so well done to all of the cobblers staff they're just fantastic all of them what was the menu, Jeffy? Oh, so we had, um, I had soup, chicken and truffle, which was amazing. Ooh. Sean had yeah, liver truffle. pate, oh. um, uh, lamb and cheese oh. and cake. And he said oh, it was nice. brilliant. Lovely. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Well, outside, not... outside, Jeffy, our menu was beer or cider. <laughs> well, you say was. this. Or Guinness. Yeah. And, or Guinness. Uh, yeah. You say this. Haribo. My... And Har- What's the Haribo? Amelia had some. Yeah, oh, yeah she wouldn't let us have any, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had some snuck in my bag, but I was saving it for the match. Understood, yeah. So, you you say really this, though, menu. boys. We drank the poor hospitality staff dry, honestly. They had to change so many barrels, the amount of alcohol <laughs> that was consumed on... The table. Just your table. Yeah, just our table. We were. How many barrels did Sean have? <laughs> many, many a barrel. Oh dear! I wanted to say actually on on the on the chat thing, I really enjoyed um, Sixfield Sounds. Is it outside of yes. Cars Bar? Yeah, oh, it was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah. It was good out there. I mean, I, I my my highlight was seeing all the extra fans coming down the hill, yes. escorted by the police. And, traffic uh, cones. Us, they were in traffic us, cones. They, some of them were in traffic cones. Yeah. yeah, they they got a nice rendition of what the is that. <laughs> um, yeah, welcoming. We welcomed each other, didn't we? Loudly. It was we, we, I, I was that I'd left the cars bar by then to go and meet my mum because she came on on Sunday. Right. Um, but she was stood by the ice cream van, which was right by where the extra fans walked past. <laughs> And she, she was, oh, I'll just record this. This will be a nice one. And then all you can hear me in the background is going, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, Neil. <laughs> I do love That's that, great. though, as well. Them all being marched down. Were they in um, Tavern before? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Tavern was full yeah. of extra fans, yeah. You'd much, you much rather that than 30 Harrogate fans oh, inside, yeah. don't you? God, yeah. You, oh, such a good atmosphere before the game. I mean, you, know, you could tell it was pretty jovial for the most part as well. Yeah, no, no, there was yeah, no trouble was, at all. It was great fun. No, was, there, yeah. there was all the, everyone giving it the big one, but you know, but it was. That's what you do, though, isn't it? Yeah. They're Devonians. They're just full of cider. I mean, let's be honest. Most of them have never been to Northampton before because usually when we play each other, they bring about what 100, 200 fans max. So I mean, to have never brought fourteen hundred and fifty, it's brilliant. I will yeah. take. I, I didn't. I think they did get a little carried away with booting the advertising boardings down. Well, that was a bit unnecessary mm. and smoke bombs i it was annoying but i get it we'll, we'll probably do it at barrow so will we you're not going to take them though are you not personally no, no. I, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't know where to buy one from no we need um, to be fair um, but oh, i'm sure someone will i'd probably go 
go to the wrong place and end up with like a paintball grenade. Or an actual grenade. Or, no, I don't think I'd go that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just turn up with, yeah, no, we won't go there. Uh, I, I did no. think, because they didn't even, did they, did they didn't even release the smoke bombs when they scored did they was it just yeah they did i think yeah 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 because i think it was even it was either fraser horsefall or liam roberts actually went and moved them off the pitch it was fraser he was furious he wasn't happy was he no he was not happy but then again wasn't happy with the should should we talk about that got their goal first their equalizer things we're there i mean first of all obviously we thought we'd scored and I mean, we decided we were wrong. <laughs> yeah, we well, were wrong. Yeah. Um, I bumped into Kelvin after the bumped game. Oh, first name terms. He said that he'd been in and 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 seen the video, and it wasn't offside. Mm. And it was a lot closer. It, yeah, yeah, I it was a lot closer than too. I thought. Yeah, but it's. It was, I would. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. If it's yeah, it was very close. I mean, I was directly in line with it, <laughs> and I'll be honest. I'll tell you whether it was off or not but um instant reaction was well, why was he giving offside for that so, yeah no it I wasn't thought it wasn't clear it was I, I i was still in my seat because I, I pretty sh- i thought that's offside so oh, really yeah i was a bit more elevated than you were though yeah that's true yeah, yeah. i was but um it's one of those cause where i was sat I, I i would never have known if it was offside or not i mean i i loved it so two of our patrons sat behind me uh gareth and valerie both of them going a few times, you know, saying that's offside or, you know, or, uh, sometimes they were calling it right. Sometimes they were calling it wrong. I, and by right or wrong, I mean the linesman actually flagged for it. But I was thinking to myself, how can you tell from this angle? We were, as we are looking, we are behind the goal in the north stand, right on the right-hand side, closest to the west. And I was thinking, uh, there's no way that you can see any offsides. From they there. sit there regularly, don't they? They do. I, I get They've that. They've probably got used to it. That I did yeah. say, but still, how can you tell? I mean, these people are just genius. <laughs> In fairness, I shout offside all the time. And yeah, I do too. Looking at the game. So, yeah, I do too. It's just the standard <laughs> go to, ah, oh, it must be offside. Yeah, yeah, true. Fair enough. I think, I enough. think the traffic lights. Offside. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's offside. Get back. <laughs> I think the irritating thing is, is the manner in which, which they're free kick in inverted commas was taken um i think that was dubious but what i do have to say on it though is that regardless of of the manner in which they scored i think they would have scored i don't think we'd have been able to sustain that and although it was i think we deserved to win i think we created more and i actually think we played better than them i think they are by far and away the best team we've played at our place and I think we were almost a little bit unlucky with when we were playing them. Well, because got, straight after promotion, yeah, yeah, is that what you mean? Yeah, I've got a controversial take on their quick free kick. Go on, fair play. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, I, we tried something similar and would have been through one on one, but we were offside. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah, yeah, the referee, yeah. the referee didn't blow up and say no, retake it. He blew up because we were offside, so it would have been a goal if we hadn't been mm-hmm. offside. So uh, it's kind of like I, I get it. You know, look, we were caught short and stuff, but it's, it's, yeah, I don't, it's I don't one of those things. It's a bit like you know, you've still got time to stop it further down the pitch, and it's it's that sort of thing when people moan and say, well, it wasn't a free kick. Yeah, well, defend the free kick. So absolutely it's, right. Yeah, absolutely right. One thing I will yeah. say about the whole thing, though. Mm. is that my overriding feeling 
it it almost felt like a bit of a defeat, which was a shame because it we'd worked so hard. But the one thing that I felt is that I just felt gutted for them. I didn't feel cross with them because normally when we've lost or we've drawn in that kind of manner, I'm furious and I can't get rid of that anger in any kind of way other than being angry at them. I wasn't at all. I was just absolutely gutted for them because there was nothing else that I don't think we could have done, really. We did everything right. And on another day, Epia's shots would have gone in and they did at Orient, you know? So it was just one of those one of those things. Yeah, I, I think... Because in fairness, my reaction when the goal initially happened wasn't to say... I wasn't I wasn't fuming about anything to do with the free kick you know I wasn't fuming to do with the fact that our goal had been disallowed and then the, then the quickly taken free kick and the nature of that all happening I was I was annoyed that we hadn't defended it very well but I wasn't thinking to myself disgrace referee and and you know getting really annoyed by it I I I kind of felt like going well, fair play Exeter um for for you know doing something that was really good because I mean essentially they went from uh, <laughs> the ball being in the back of their net to the ball being back in the back of our net within about what 10 seconds that's it why all they're happened win the league. so quick that's why they're going to win the league isn't it yeah well yeah I mean it was it was great and I, I will say that I think it was probably the best game that I've seen this season at Six Fields quality wise I would I would say so I thought it was two good teams going mm-hmm. at it generally and giving it a good good go I mean I don't want to get carried away extra no. good they weren't like Brazil good or anything we, we really should have beaten them actually um, I agree yeah but yeah it, it was two decent League 2 sides giving it a proper go it was an enjoyable game to watch yeah. would have enjoyed it more if it wasn't quite such a tense and nervous situation. <laughs> yeah, that was... I think there'd have been more freedom if that was the case as well from both sides because I think Exeter were desperate not to lose because obviously they'd bought this following and they'd just won promotion and we're desperately fighting for promotion. I think take that out of the equation and if this beat game be played in January, I think two quality sides play with freedom and it's a totally different result, probably three or four goals for each team involved. Yeah, I mean, that was it, wasn't it? There were so many chances, like you said. I mean, in the first half, I think Exeter could have been 2-0 up quite early on. And then we've had, well, I say we, Josh Eppie has had about, what, a hat full of chances. Mm. Um, really, because I, 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 every time he got through on goal, I thought to myself, this is a goal. Because after the, his performance against Orient, you thought to yourself, well, he's he's going to just go on a goal-scoring spree now, mm-hmm. isn't he? when he got through in those positions. And then for some reason, it just, it was almost like he just didn't catch it well enough each time. A couple of poor touches, the point where he was through in the area and he was kind of taking the ball across from left to right. And he just, it just let the ball get ahead of him just that little bit too much and a defender got back into him. It was one of those days for him, wasn't it? it was. Gutting for him. I wanted to kind of just go... And give him a hug and say, it's okay. One of them will go in. Just but, keep you know, going. He's young, isn't he? And I think you know that's why he's out on loan, I guess. And you have to expect it. He, he won us the game at Orient. So I was frustrated that we missed a few easy chances. Mm. But if you take a step back, which is unusual for me, by the way. Um, <laughs> but if you do take a step back and stuff, look, he still, he, he still brought a lot to the game on, on Saturday. Yeah, he missed a couple of, couple of relatively simple chances. But... I mean, you just have to expect it at this level, don't we? He's not going to be scoring two or three every week, right? 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, I know it's Monday as we record this now, so we know what happened and the results, and we'll get to that. But I want to talk how about how we all felt at full time on Saturday first. Oh, I was absolutely raging about Bristol Rovers. Oh, really? That oh, was your first God. thing, was it? I was furious with... Not with anyone other than Bristol Rovers. I was just like, oh, so irritated by it all because I hate them so much. And their <laughs> smug little faces in the pub when we get back to watch uh, it. I he, just Joey can't Barton stand it. Joey Barton had a pitch invasion, didn't he? He was on the shoulders yeah. of, ugh. Oh, little I can't stand it. nothing I'm going to enjoy more than <laughs> us beating Barrow 1-0. And Bristol Rovers winning 4 0. <laughs> <laughs> Just not quite enough, Joey. Sorry. Oh, what a shame, Joey. Sorry. I think, Neil, you were the same as me, weren't you, at full time? I felt quite um, dejected, I think is the best way yeah. to put it. I, think I, I, I felt deflated until, mm. actually until I got to the car. Um, okay. And uh, was it uh, co commentator on Saturday? Terry Angus. Terry Angus. Terry Angus, that's it. Thank you. Um, he actually he said a few things and I was like, yeah, he's right, you know, he's right. He basically just put it a bit into perspective and said, mm. you don't know what's going to happen with the other results. I guarantee you they will still have a chance. If they win at Barrow, they'll get promoted and they will go and win at Barrow. And I was like, yes, Terry Angus. On, Terry. <laughs> I am on board with you. Thank you. You've changed my mood, young man. <laughs> I think I think I, it was till I got to the car. I was like, oh, my God, the world ended. But then I was sat <laughs> in the car in the traffic. I was like, yeah, you know, look, we're still in it. I just think it's it's one of those things that when we look back, if and only if it goes well next week, we'll look back and think that this is really valuable. But it's it's hindsight, isn't it? Oh, it's turned into a great point now, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, well, it I mean, has. towards the end of that game, I was thinking, do I take a point here? You know, <laughs> yeah. so that was at the point where Bristol Rovers were three-two down, I think, and you think actually a defeat's going to be quite damaging mm. mentally as well as towards the, t- toward the points um, thing. But I think after the game, I was, the only reason I was deflated was because I thought Monday was going to turn out completely differently to how it was. <laughs> you just think, oh, that's it. You, you know, you, you just assume that both teams are going to win and that's going to be it. And even you got to go to Barrow still and, and do it and hope and all that kind of thing. Um, so I, I, mean, I just felt deflated because of that. And then, mm. then Monday happened. Well, that's what it. What did happen? Mm. Manical May Day Monday. That's what I've Ooh. named it. Hold um, up the tongue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Spent ages on thesaurus.com looking for another <laughs> one. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, it, the, the games that were on, uh, Salford versus Mansfield. Was that half 12? Did that kick off? I yeah. think it was. Yeah. And then Port Vale versus Newport at three. Both live on Sky Sports, which is why they were on Monday and not on Saturday with the rest of us. And we knew, didn't we, going into those two games that essentially we wanted both Mansfield and Port Vale to drop points. We could we could do with, um, I, I think it was said, and I think Terry Angus actually said this, and I think he worked it out, or, or one of the guys on Radio Northampton did, which is that if Port Vale had beaten Newport, it wouldn't be the end of the world because of the fact that they've got to go to Exeter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and having just seen Exeter play mm. the way they did, gave it was the Mansfield games, yeah. one that was the, yeah, 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 the bigger so, one for me. Yes, well, they're both big, obviously, but mm. the, the Mansfield one was more key because I mean they've got Forest Green, haven't they? They do, yeah, they so do. Who have collapsed? Guaranteed. Yeah, essentially Guaranteed. they're going 
backwards. They're going so far backwards, they might end up not getting promoted. Although it's, not <laughs> it's not physically possible. But League One just said no, no. Yeah, no well, lads, I'm no not lads. sure actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, well, anyway, uh, Salford, uh, of course, named two former cobblers in their starting eleven with the amazingly wonderful Jordan Turnbull and Ryan Watson in their side, and it was and it was the turn dog that scored first. Bullet. Yeah, nice little wind-up of the Mansfield fans as well. Enjoyed that. It was. I, I like to think that, and I know that this didn't happen, but I like to think in the back of his mind he was going, come on, Cobblers, this is for you. Yeah, of course he was. Yeah, he was, yeah. Brilliant. Um, but that game ended two all. Yeah, that was tense. Turn dog basically oh. caught the ball in the, in the penalty area, didn't I've he? I've not seen it, so I don't it's know terrible. what yeah, I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> It was so playing. <laughs> oh dear! I think I didn't. I, I think I saw it on Twitter. A few people saying, "Well, he clearly was fouled." He might have been pushed slightly, mm. but I mean, still had slapped the ball. No, fair. It, was it a bit like how uh, the 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 free kick that we gave away at Carlisle was it? Was that Josh Mills where he collapsed on the ball and? No, no, he, no. he, he literally just he's been pushed. He's kind of been nudged a bit, and he's in yeah. the air, and the ball's just hit his hand as he's flapping away. <laughs> Silly turn dog. Hmm. Silly turn dog. <laughs> All worked out well though, didn't it? Did, it didn't did, it? yeah. Salford not making the playoffs and Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the way. Poor old Sky the way not, not got their Salford playoff game that they probably would wish him oh, for. Poor Sky. Poor, poor Sky. Sky. Um but yeah, that result therefore meant that Mansfield only managed to gain one point on us. So uh, they moved up to um fifth. At the time, I believe, um, seventy-six points. So they're a point behind us. And then at three o'clock, Port Vale took on Newport. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I just I had Port Vale at least drawing this, if not winning it. Oh, they were relentless at, at one point in the second half. It was just utter chaos. Newport couldn't get out of their own penalty area at all, and then all of a sudden they randomly scored, didn't they? <laughs> Was that the winner or was that the first the winner, goal? The winner. That was the winner? Yeah, Brilliant. literally. It was carnage. <laughs> yeah, I turned it on for the last 15 minutes and I thought to myself, if you want if you want any team to be defending a 2-1 lead, Newport is probably yeah, one of the best teams. right. Because mm. they're so good at just winding the clock down and they were loving it as well, even though they can't make the playoffs and stuff. They were absolutely loving winding the home fans up and, and um, like running down time and stuff. They were, they were having a lovely old time. Shout out to uh, the first goal scorer for Newport, Ryan Hayes. Yes. Born yeah, in Northampton. Daventry boy, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is. Brilliant. Absolutely love it when that kind of thing happens. It's uh, great to see. So the permutations of that defeat for Port Vale uh, are that Port Vale remain on 75 points and mm. are sixth. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so two points behind us. Which basically means that promotion is still in our hands. Essentially, beat Barrow and Bristol Rovers don't win by an absolute landslide over Scunthorpe. We're up. Job done. I think the thing is it though, right? Is it Brady literally, I've said this to you guys earlier on today. Brady's team talk has to be you have to go out there and you have to absolutely steamroll Barrow. You have to get as many goals as you can. Because what we have to kind of take into account here is that you and I all know that they're capable of scoring five against Scunthorpe, right? 
So we have to go out and we have to do a job and do it really well. We have to go out and absolutely slaughter them, leave no stone unturned and absolutely go hell for leather. There is absolutely nothing that we can lose on Saturday by just throwing everything at it. I want the kitchen sink. I want everything on that pitch. I don't care how we do it, but we've got to thrash them because then it's completely and utterly in our hands. What we don't want is to win 1-0 and then be waiting for the clock and for Bristol Rovers game to end when they're 5-0 up. We have got to hammer them. And there is no better opportunity for those players to prove something, to go out and absolutely steamroll a team and say, right, that's why we're going up and you're not. The yeah. two, two things that worry me are Barrow's little bit of an upturn under Big Phil Brown. Um, they've, he's got them going somehow. So they're going to be wanting to sign off well. But the other thing is Scunthorpe played a lot of teenagers in their draw against Hartlepool. I mean, it could turn out to be a good thing if they've got young, loads of young kids trying to impress and stuff. That might actually work out all right, but it might end up catastrophic. <laughs> my, yeah. my concern is that Scunthorpe are absolutely woeful. But, that, that's, the, but that's the thing. Look that, at the it, table. They've conceded they, 83 goals. <laughs> oh, maybe it's 5-0, right? Last minute. Who pops up? Big Joe Nuttall. Oh, come on, Joe. <laughs> come on, Joe. Go on, Joe. Oh. <laughs> is this, this is Joe Nuttall, who apparently swore at some of the Scunthorpe fans and then made oh. an apology on oh, Monday about oh, having done so. He got very wound up, did, it, did Joe. Joe. Bless him. Never mind. Technically involved in two relegated sides in uh, two years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I, Paul, I, I, come just, on, Joe. I just think that, that uh, we know that Brady is... is pretty pragmatic isn't he he just he's pretty honest and he he goes out and just does the absolute best that he can and he and we know that he's got a fantastic and the management team have got a fantastic connection with the fans what I don't want to see is a passive one nil win because that's not going to do anything any good well it might do well it might but <laughs> it's, I, don't, I don't think we should put too much pressure on go out and win five minutes no and I, no we don't I just fucking win I, yeah, yeah and i also don't think that there's really uh, look at the way we've played for the last four or five games we are not going out just to go and nullify other teams no we need to go and slaughter them so so we are doing that there's no reason yeah. to believe that right now that we won't go and play to the same level and the same standard as we did against Exeter and Leighton Orient. I, I, I am fully, fully behind the fact that, that we're going for it. And, yeah. you know, having, what, a few weeks back, me and you, Danny, especially saying about how it didn't feel like anyone was really talking about promotion. And we well, hadn't right, heard as you were. Well, we were. Don't get, you know, hold Do my hands up. We are. But I mean, that was how me. we were feeling. But how good was it to hear Mitch Pinnock's interview on BBC Radio? Oh, North I love it. I love Mitch Pinnock. He had a lovely yeah. old time at the awards as well, didn't he? It did. He had a great time. <laughs> they all did by the, uh, the looks of some of the videos I've seen. Uh, but yeah, the, the simple fact that when Mitch Pinnock was asked about, you know, what would happen and after this result against Exeter and, you know, the possibilities of the Monday games going against us and this, that and the other. His response was simply say, well, we'll just go and win the playoffs. Like, Yeah, and that's the no... mindset we want. And, Brady, yeah. and Brady's got that ability to really rally, hasn't he? Because he's got the fans completely on side. It's, and 
I think what's different between the promotion, well, I can't, I don't know if we can even call it a promotion campaign, but we went up. So the Keith Curl reign, when we went up, because we, we were so disconnected, one, because we weren't there, but mm. two, more so because I think Brady's got such a connection because of everything that's gone on. Coldwood's got such a connection because of what everything that's gone on and his previous tenure. It's It's like, and we said this, at the beginning of the year at the forum going back didn't we said how they've uh, they've been afforded trust and time and that's been so important i think they've got our trust and therefore i trust them to go out and and get my team to go and play the way they should if that makes sense yeah absolutely um so who's going barrow then i am quick roll call jeffy's going lots i'm of going people. i'm going <laughs> i'm Making a late decision. Well, I'll say, making a late decision. Yes, I am going. Yes, <laughs> Daddy. Can we tempt uh, you yet? No, no. You, I'll be sitting in a wheelbarrow with <laughs> I follow on uh, for good luck. I had a wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How uh, much would it cost us to bribe Martha to allow you to come? <laughs> you can do. You can bribe as much as you want. Try, try as you might. I had a big day out on Saturday. I enjoyed it. Did have um, a big day out. Yeah, lovely yeah. that was. It was lovely. Lovely. Loved it. Um, I, um, I will be in the non cobbler's end. Well, actually, interestingly, I did put a tweet out about that, and mm. probably I would say maybe 20 to 25 people have responded. Uh, <laughs> All the same. Via, <laughs> yeah, via DM yeah. saying, Oh, yeah, I'll see you there. <laughs> so, could I be mean, talking we... all over again. It's going to be one of those that people are convinced that they were there in 20 years' time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was there. 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 Scoring six goals. I'm not even born. I mean, the fact that there's only 400 tickets that were available. It was very poor because it just, effectively, what it did is. Not even all season, because I'm a season ticket holder and not even anywhere near all, not even half, maybe even, not even 25%. I think it's literally just over 10% of season ticket holders. <laughs> Jeffy was season. How many, how many, <laughs> bit more maths, Jeffy, please, Jeffy. Jeffy enjoys numbers. <laughs> well, I was just trying to do the, the jingle in my head. Uh, yeah, it's just not isn't one. it? Just over 10% of us that could get tickets. Yeah. And yeah. not only that, it's if, it, it, it's just such a shame because it's a 5,000 stadium, 5,000 seat stadium, isn't it? They're not going to sell it out. It's quite easy to do at Barrow as well because the, the away end is like... Split in uh, half. If you, it's a little cage. Yeah, if you're you, yeah, you looking at the goal, it's on the left of the goal. There's nothing behind the goal. And then on the right is the home terrace. So you mm. could, in theory, just right, we'll give that both sides. There'll be a gap in the middle, obviously, both sides to the away fans. And there's enough I mean, space I, for the other home fans. Yeah. The, the whole day's got talky written all over it, hasn't it? It does. It's oh, going to be 100%. an absolute infiltration of Claret into that town. There's going to be Cobblers fans on all sides. You're just, oh, you're just hoping it turns out the same way. There's I a lot of people going yeah. on the train, getting in, getting, yeah. getting there for like 11, 11 hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've got to think, haven't you, in a day like this? You've got to actually go and do, oh, yeah. get there, spend the whole day there and just yeah. properly go for it. We, I think we're going to have to leave so like rarely, four. It? Go on, get up there. Yeah, for, okay. I think we're leaving at like we're going to have to leave at four a.m. Wow, well, we're going on the Friday, and then we're we're <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> sounds. We're camping Friday night. 
<laughs> Please, can you make a video diary? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll do a video. I want to see you putting yeah. up your tent in time lapse form. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. I've managed to locate one with a pre pre erected tent. Oh, hello. Are you going to be racing back down if we win? to Northampton to the your roving reporters like you did last time oh, so the reason why we're going up on the Friday not the Saturday is my my um, one of my boys has got a game on Sunday morning which is if they win they get promoted so oh. I can't miss that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> awkward I, I, it's going to be interesting isn't it I mean it's going to be nervy. absolute butt clenching stuff from the <laughs> oh. isn't it I'm, I'm going to be staring at this table all week not my really? desk, the, um, the Lee 2 table. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice bit of oak. Just thinking how it could go. Because the oak? thing is, like, we can think about Bristol Rovers all we want. But if we, if we, we, both if we don't win, don't want to think then about it lets someone else in. Then it's gonna... that, but, for but me, think... that's that's better. Because I don't even, at the game, won't even need to check however the other Oh, that's it. Doing. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Concentrate on our game and how we're doing. Win yeah, that. Yeah. And that should yeah. be mm. enough. Yeah. Absolutely. I think you're checking up until, you know, if, up until while it's nil nil, you probably still checking, yeah, I think, just in case. But I think we know if we draw, it someone's going to overtake us. Yeah, so that, that's yeah. the Rovers will, won't they? Yeah, they, they they yeah. you would you would think so, but weirder things have happened, haven't they, in football? You're right, but probably I mean, not this I, weird. I, <laughs> yeah, the but thing you I, wouldn't have expected them to be three one down to Rochdale at the weekend, would you? So no, the last true. team Scunthorpe got point off. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> was oh, weekend, wasn't it? Uh, it was. I'm just trying to scroll. Oh down. yeah, it, it was hardly poor. The weekend, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Then it was Stevenage, who were also pretty poor. Okay. Before that, oh dear. Yeah. Oh no, it was Crawley. Johnny oh right. Oh, Johnny then it was man. us. Right. Okay. That's fine. Oh dear. Well, look, um, I just want to go there and and it just to be a positive day. I want to take what happened at Six Hills on Saturday which was, you know, pre-match I'm talking and during the game was just such a, a really positive experience. Like I was putting the call out on Twitter for for this to happen again. Like get people down to the ground. And I know I had a conversation with a couple of people on Twitter about the cost of a match day ticket and, and such. And I, I understand that the fact that, you know, £24 is quite a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. I am not saying that it is cheap to go and watch football at Northampton Town. However... I, how good would it be if we could have that kind of crowd every single game at Six Fields? I mean, you know, first of all, it would just generate such a fantastic atmosphere. And the other little, you know, added extra for those people that that all they want to do is see the cap- the capacity increased, it would kind of force the hand of the ownership to increase the capacity as soon as they could. Because you're already now at the point where games are selling out constantly. How good would that be? I mean, there's so many good things that we can do as fans. And often we, I think, do think to ourselves, oh, we wish the club would be more successful. The one thing that we can do to try and help with that is to obviously spend more money. And and not necessarily individually, but if more people went, more people bought programmes, more people bought kits and all this, that and the other, then... Potentially, there'd be more money in the in the transfer kitty, and in the wage budget, and all this, that, and the other. It'd be great, and that's not to mention the fact that it was just a great day on Saturday. So, if we can emulate that type of day, that type of positive day, where it was just really good. For, I mean, I didn't see any trouble anywhere. 
yes, there were smoke bombs, which some people will not like. Some people will think it's great and it's some sort of like football culture thing going on. But I didn't see any trouble anywhere. It was really good, really positive. And I reckon the fans that went that are like, you know, mm. the ones that only go every so often, they will have walked away from Six Hills that day going, what a game of football that was. I'll go back again. We also need to obviously point out that we had clappers. They have clappers. We had clappers. Love them or hate them. Absolutely love them. Love a good clapper. Oh, you in... like the bloody clappers. It sounds like you're in trouble there, Jeffy. I've got the clappers. <laughs> but yeah. That tra- oh, it goes like the bloody clappers. <laughs> Isaac ended up with about six clappers. I got loads. <laughs> what a legend. Keep I got him, giving them to him. <laughs> I mean, I, I, by the way, mm. uh, to, on the clappers front, mm. uh, Gareth and Valerie from the patrons, yes. mm. they brought the previous clappers from the 125 year anniversary. They did, yes, game yeah, for good luck, which I am fully on board with. All mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely! Should we take everyone take clappers to Barrow? Mm. Oh, I think we're going to take all sorts to Barrow. There's going to be inflatable <laughs> crocodiles. There's going to be. I'll bring the tent. <laughs> bring the tent. Tend it. Pitch it. Pitch the home end. Just waving the tent above my head. No, like Graham Sooners did. Can't um, here. When Graham Sooners planted that flag in the middle of the pitch at Galatasaray. Oh yeah. Just like Neil pitching a tent in the middle. Of the I'll bring me track. They'll be like, I've been doing this for forty-five minutes, mate. Come on. <laughs> well, um, I, I've got just very, very quickly. Um, I just want to say uh, a couple of thank yous. First of all, thank you very much to Mike Fuller. Uh, and then to Malcolm and his wife, Mrs. Butler, um, for their generosity <laughs> towards me this week. Thank you, guys. It's really appreciated. And I, I wanted to make sure I, I thanked you here on the pod. So um, thank you very much. I won't say what for, just in case. But uh, thank you very much. It's very, very much appreciated. They're just um, thoroughly decent people, aren't they? They so are. So lovely to spend the day with. And I spent about 30 seconds with each of them. And they're just wonderful, lovely humans, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And I mean, I, I just want to also just give a big shout out to everyone that was involved in, in who is involved in our Slack channel, which you can join through the Patreon. Um, Slack it. On Monday, <laughs> during those games, we were all feeling very nervous. It was, you know, quite obvious. But the, the togetherness, if you like, of that community that we have was just fantastic and it's great. And I, I love the way that we've been able to create this wonderful, positive, friendly community of people. It's 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 brilliant. I love it. So thank you to all of them, all of you for sharing uh, that that awfully tense Monday afternoon with me. It was it was really good. Um moving on very, very quickly. Before we go to a quick break, uh, I just want to tell you about Get Peddling 22, who are a group of Yeovil fans who are raising money Yeovil. for Mind in Somerset <laughs> in memory of former Cobblers captain Lee Collins. They're cycling 500 miles in seven days, visiting the six football grounds that Lee played at on the home side. Uh, they arrived in Northampton on Monday evening, and that was day two of their um, seven days uh, cycle and they were fed by the club's restaurant team um, you can follow their progress on their twitter page which is at get underscore peddling and you can also donate to their cause by going to justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash sophie hyphen cabell 
eight. So that's Sophie, S-O-P-H-I-E hyphen Cabell, C-A-B-E-L-L and the number eight. What a fantastic cause. What a lovely thing to do. Absolutely. Um, time for a short break now. But when we return, Jeffy will this week perform, <laughs> perform a rap. <laughs> and we'll dip into the post bag to hear your opinions on all things cobblers. Back in a moment. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. I got a brand new combine harvester and I give you the key. Welcome back to It's All Cobblers to Me. Jeffy's rap is, of course... Not a rap. It was a rap. It was classic. Do you want to have another one? <laughs> I am a cider drinker. I drink it all of the day. <laughs> it's time for a little bit of this. It's time to read your letters out. But things have changed, so listen out. If you want to write about Northampton Town, you'll need to write this next bit down. Just have a rant, or just some fun, at podcast at cobblers2me.com. No matter if we lose or win, send us your thoughts. Come on, get them in. Yes, it's time to dip into Neil's sack now and find out what you've got to say about all things Northampton Town. Of course, you can send your thoughts to us at podcast at cobblerstome.com or find us on social media where we're at cobblers to me on both Twitter and Facebook. Uh, a couple of beauties in the sack. So we've beauties. got uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Matt Nickel or Nickel. Nickel. Nickel, Matt Nickel. Um, he has caveated this with uh, this comment was written before. The fantastic stroke awful results on Monday. Essentially, he's asking if we were to end up in the playoffs, um, despite our good run of form towards the end of the season, who would be the team that we'd prefer to take the third automatic spot if it wasn't us? And who don't we want to face in the playoffs? Anyone but Rovers. Him. None of them. I don't want any of them. No, nor do I, but not anyone but Rovers. But if you had to, there's a gun to your head. What is this anyone who could potentially do it now or anyone in... The league. No, anyone that could potentially do it now. So oh. essentially, we we end up dropping into the playoffs. Who would you not want to face? Of the ones that can still Bristol make? Rovers, Mansfield, Port Vale, and Swindon is or Sutton. The Sutton can't make it into the top three now. No, this is. I oh, sorry. Ignore the top three because it'll be us. But um, well, he said the need. who say, you don't want to face in the playoffs, though. Who isn't you it? don't want to face? Oh, in sorry. The playoffs, yeah. yeah. I, just give me Sutton. I think. Just give me Sutton. Just give me Sutton. You don't. Well, you don't want to face Sutton. I don't want to face any of them apart from Sutton. <laughs> okay, you've gone I'm the opposite of what Matt asked. I'm so sorry, Matt. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Matt. By I the way, we should clarify. Danny's had a I'm food just... delivery during this podcast, <laughs> and it has clearly sent him crazy. He's thrown him out. Well, he said, <laughs> "He's thrown him out." They've forgotten his tomatoes, and he's fuming. He said, "Who would be your preference 
and who don't you want to face in the playoffs? So I'm he saying, asked. Yeah. So I'm saying Sutton, meaning I don't want any of the other four. Okay. That way, uh, he, he actually did ask who would be your preference to take the third spot. Yes. And who would be the team you don't want to face in the playoffs? God, well, it's give us an answer. Oh, I don't want any of them to go. They're all awful. You've got bloody shithouse Bristol Rovers, Mansfield, who were just Mansfield. Go on, rip into them. God Port damn Vale, it. who might have Shite. lovely new owners, but it's Port Vale. Shit and on. you've got Swindon, who are just knobheads. <laughs> um, so none of them. Fair enough. I, yeah, I don't want it. It's, just, it's an awful playoff. Group, I don't think it? I'd want to face Bristol Rovers. I think no. Bristol Rovers is the one team I would not want to face. Or Mansfield. No. I'll be honest with you. The fact that we've play- we we played Mansfield. Bristol Rovers and Mansfield both times in the playoffs previously. And okay, yes, we've, you know, essentially won, beat one, lost to one. I just don't, I, I don't like the thought of having them again. But yeah. Also, Port Vale have got that thing over us of that narrative of us finishing seventh when they finished eighth. Only they? in your head. I don't think every time that we've ever spoken to a Port <laughs> Vale fan, they don't really care. Hey, no, they do. They were all just like, no, we got I guarantee it. you, if they take over us in third, they're all going to be shouting about that, about the PPG thing. Oh, well, luckily, well, that whatever. is not going to happen. No, exactly. Got the next letter. Good luck. Can I just can I just give you my my answer to Matt's actual question about who <laughs> I would prefer to take third if it wasn't going to be us? You can. Surely. Well, they can't. Uh, no, they I know can't. they can't. Well, I'll I tell you what, they can. That wasn't the question. Bristol, Bristol Rovers, Mansell, Port Vale <laughs> and Swindon all field an ineligible player and get deducted <laughs> points. So oh. could go up. There you go. There you go. Okay. Well, we'll move on to the next question. I do think it'd be uh, funny if Port Vale don't make in the playoffs now. That'd be feedback for Matt is next time, uh, perhaps ask an easier question because yeah. we're all pretty stupid. Don't ask such an intelligent question. Yeah, you're too smart daddy. for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one's right up my street. Uh, Robert Salmons. Mm. Uh, dear oh, yes. Neil, he begins. What are your views on a good number two? And I'm going to be honest, Robert, a one wiper, if I'm honest. That's always a solid. But I think he does continue. Uh, as much as I like our current number one, uh, I think a lot has been achieved this season by being solid uh, at the back, uh, which is down to Calderwood. Whenever I think of successful Cobblers teams, a good number two is essential. I agree. Uh, what's the best number two you can think of? I've well, answered that. Um, <laughs> does he mean so? Uh, Toilet humour aside, does he mean? Yeah, of course. Does he? But does he mean the best assistant manager we've ever had, or does he mean just in general? Yeah, that's a good point. Brian Kidd springs to mind straight away. So, the best number two I I would think of is I can't remember his name, which is terrible, but the one that was assistant to Brian Clough. Oh, Oh, yes, um, Peter Taylor. Yes, he he played a huge part in Brian Clough's success. Mm, He did. I w- if, if it was a right, Cobblers, kid's a good shout as well. John Dean yeah. was excellent for Colin as well. Obviously, Colin John. Te- Colin well, John. technically, wasn't John Dean a uh, director of football as opposed to an oh, assistant yeah, manager? Was, I think he had a lot. Yeah, Doff. Doff. Alan Neal. Alan Neal. How do we forget? It's probably yeah. the best number two we've ever had. I'm going that far. Okay. Well, yeah, because without he- him, we wouldn't we wouldn't have scored any free kicks. No, we had the Neil specials. Yeah, oh, lovely. Yeah. Loved them, really did. Um, I was thinking, if you go back a little bit further, Kevin Broadhurst. 
Yes. Was always yep. a, was very good as an assistant. He was. It's a good shout. Yeah. Maybe was, not um, so much as the actual manager, but Oh no, Saxon's oh. been that's way too soon. That oh, yeah, was, that. was a really backed. Absolute farce. Yeah, so I, I agree Kevin with that. First, I agree with that. The, the career that that man could have got after that. To be yeah, fair, you're right. right. No, no, no. I'm just saying. All I said, maybe better as an assistant manager. I didn't say that he Get was. Out. I didn't say he was a bad manager. Was um, you, you said you hated him. No. <laughs> <laughs> was was Kevin Wilson Atkins number two? At yes, some point? for a time. And yeah, Gary was, Thompson yeah, yeah. before him, wasn't it? Oh, Gary Thompson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, Kevin. When Kevin Wilson was assistant, did he have his tash still? Yes. When he first came to us, he still had his tash. There, well, he, that yeah. gives him automatic he points. Was, I think. Wasn't he player assistant manager as well, wasn't he? Probably. Oh, even yeah. better. I, I always remember because I think he was going for some sort of landmark goal and he just kept playing himself and he'd never got it. It was like <laughs> his 50th goal or something. It was some sort of landmark goal. Like a Sunday league manager. Yeah. <laughs> the worst player, but keeps putting himself up front. That's uh, why I think Samo should have just registered himself as a player for one more game when he was manager. Yeah, just to get 450. Have. Absolutely should have done. Uh, can I bring it's, to the table? No, it's not too late. Can Not I bring another late. one to the table, please? You can, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is one very close to my heart. Coach Beard. Who? Who Coach Beard. Up? Coach Beard. Oh, Co- yes. Coach Beard. Yeah, Absolutely. Coach Beard. Yeah. In, in fact, I think Coach Beard wins it. Oh. Yeah. There you go. There's your no answer. nonsense. No nonsense. Funny. Yeah. Ladies, man. <laughs> probably should probably should lose a point for that actually. Beard. Beard <laughs> gains a point back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh dear. Let's move on. Twitter. Do you want some do you want some tweets? Yeah, tweets. Let's have some tweets. Tweet it. Here you go. Here's some here's some from the Twitter sphere. Uh, Ashley Hardy uh, says there was always going to be more twists to come. Let's hope there's no more as far as we're concerned. Yes. We'll agree with that. Make it simple, please. Uh, this one is from Carolyn eight one one two two four eight seven. If that is in fact her real name, um, <laughs> like a barcode at little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just shows what pressure is for all the teams. I didn't think Port Vale would win today, but I'm very surprised that Mansfield only managed a draw. A great opportunity for us now. Come on, town, we can do this. Great. Absolutely, yes. Come on. Uh, John Mantle. It's just like the cricket. What is a good first innings score? Well, you never know until both teams have batted. Mm-hmm. Felt the same this weekend with the football at the Cobblers. I yes. agree. You never know. Yeah, yeah I agree yeah. too. Great metaphor, that. Uh, Gary from the Twitter. Welcome back, Go Gary. On, Gary. Go on, Gary. Good, good, to see, good to see Gary back, actually. Yes. Yeah, welcome back, Gary. Uh, thing to think about, it's not quite in our own hands. Uh, we cannot affect the result at Bristol Rovers. A long shot, but they could well hammer the useless Scunthorpe. They could, Gary. We're trying to not think about that, though. <laughs> Don't want to think so, about your name. I said it was nice, you're back. Get out. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. It's so nice to hear from everyone. And it's been one of those really good weekends, I think, where uh, a lot of the fan base has come together very, very well. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, if you've got an opinion on the cobblers or a question for us, in fact, although please make them simple so Danny can understand them, send them our way, <laughs> podcast at cobblers2me.com no, or at cobblers2me on social media. Daddy, you're going to have to just deal with it, okay? I'm just salty, Charles, because my, when my food shop arrived, not only was it an hour early and not in his designated slot, they've also substituted what I ordered, knobbly bobblies, what? For, not fab, right. for fabs. Oh, it's not the same. It's no, not the same. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Who did you yeah. order from? Don't name them. 
Oh, uh, yeah, uh, um, yeah. Other supermarkets are available. Oh, like little. Where will we go next time? Um, Jet. Before we before we go um, to the NTFC women uh, report, Jeffy, I just want you to say any two words for me. Doesn't matter what they are. Any two words. The king. Thank you. That's just for Matt Sammons, who was a bit worried after last week because apparently you disappeared for the second half of the pod. Did I? Apparently so. Matt was worried. Oh. She was uh, She was Googling tractors. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Koiki, that run oh where he got God. fouled, we haven't mentioned Honestly, that yet. That, that was insane. Epic. I thought he was going all the way. So did I. I was like, oh God, <laughs> what's going to happen now? If he scores at Barrow, I'm just going to be all over the shop. On the pitch. Well, yeah. How jealous are you, by the way, Jeffy, of um, Chris Freeman's picture that he got a selfie with Ali Koike at the awards dinner? I got a selfie with Ali Koike about six <gasps> months ago, so that's not, you know. <laughs> oh, you Trump, oh, there you Trump. go. Trumped him. Trumped yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. Donald him. Trumpton. Just, just a bit of a random note here, folks. This is mm, going ooh. well off task, but it's okay. Oh, good. So is it cobbler's related? Yes, it is. Big good. cobbler's oh. related, so bear with, because it goes around the houses first. The so you know the Queen's... <laughs> <laughs> you know the Queen's Jubilee? I do, Jubilee, yeah. I'm calling it, but yes. Yeah, the, the Queen's Jubilee. <laughs> right, yeah. well, it's a tradition in, in my um, street Hometown. that we have street. a... We have a street party every time there's some kind of occasion. We used to do it as kids for firework night and we had hot dogs and all sorts. We do it for the Jubilee and all the kind of celebrations. Yeah. We do it for the carnival, all sorts, everything. Um, I am bringing stand-up bingo to watch it town. Oh. I know. Tom Cliff for the rights. No, but I'm hoping that... Tom, get involved. (laughs) But because I'm a nice human, Tom will just give them to me. Have you asked? No. Yeah, you're in dangerous territory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to call Tom, it st- stand, stand Up Numbers or something. <laughs> <Blacklister>. <laughs> Jubbly Stand Up Bingo. Jago, perfect. Absolutely. That's I'm a stand well up excited. bingo I want to go to. So stand up thanks, thanks, Tom Cliff. <laughs> thanks, Tom Cliff, for um, introducing me to it. I'm going to use it in my very fine hometown. Oh, oh ask him first. There you go. You should ask him first. Yeah. yeah. I thought you said when I thought you were going to say I'm bringing Ali Koki down. <laughs> I thought this was going to be like a massive breaking news. <laughs> yeah. he, I think he'd be quite uncomfortable with the fact that he'd just be surrounded by tractors. He'd be like, "What is going on? Get me back really? to Northampton." It'd probably be. Uh, no, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, careful, Neil. Carry on. Uh, yeah. Time now to hear from James Wiles on how NTFC women got on <laughs> in their latest game. The meeting between Northampton Town women and Mansfield Town ladies on Tuesday night was an exciting game. Uh, this was anything but. But the Cobblers come away with a two-nil win after late goals from Alex Dix and Leah Cadone. Slow start to the game. Neither team really created any chances in the first half with the Cobblers having the best of play. A few stoppages at the start of the second half and to most of us here thinking this was a one-goal game. The Cobblers finally made a breakthrough in the 85th minute when Alex Dick's shot was saved by the goalkeeper but rebounded in off the post. And Leah Cadone made sure of another important three points for Northampton when she calmly slotted home after running through on goal. Tuna win may seem comfortable, but it wasn't a comfortable victory for Northampton today. But they worked hard and pushed right to the end to get a couple of late goals to seal all three points. They host Rise Park Ladies on Thursday before a big game back at Harpole against Lincoln United on Sunday. There you go. 
Great results. Danny. Yes. You were there. I was. I had a lovely old time, Charles. Lovely old time. Rounded off the weekend. Beautiful. What what a day. What a great afternoon it was. And, and you uh, also you also wrote a blog about it, didn't I you? Did, I did. I wrote all about it. Yeah. Give, give it a plug. Give it a plug. Oh uh, yeah, it's on cobblers2me.com. It's under the uh, words section, I believe. Mm, indeed, it's on the <laughs> uh, front page as well, Danny. It's on the front page yeah. as well, but that that outlines better than I could say how great an afternoon it was. But the one thing I will say is the atmosphere around there. And I was, I was saying on the pod, I think that by around about the time they were talking about playing at Sixfields. I thought, mm. you know, get more games at Sixfields, get get more there. But it's not until you're actually there in Harpole that you actually think, actually, there's a real great community feel here and it really suits what they're doing. There's, it's just a, such a fantastic and positive environment for them to play in. There's a lot of the families around. You can hear them play. You can hear them speaking to each other as well. You get more of a sense of how together they are and how much it means to them, how much they're demanding off each other, I guess, when you actually are that close to the pitch. Like they're just willing each other on all the time. They're willing each other to win. They're they're really getting in the faces of Mansfield as well. That Mansfield was such a physical game, so to beat them twice in this week is a really mm. good thing. I think because it's it takes it out of you. I think playing with such a physical team like that, um, and we've just got some such great players. We we are a team on the up. We're nearly there, and it was just a really great experience to go and be a part of that afternoon it, it like um like james was saying it didn't look like it was coming because it had been delayed so much there'd been a couple of big injuries um one to their keeper who had to go off um i don't, <laughs> I don't want to be rude to the keeper who came in but right. i'm not sure if that was an actual goalkeeper or not which could come across really could, wrong. Could it could have been somebody having to to go in there? Maybe stand they didn't in, have yeah, a reserve. Yeah, she okay. didn't look massively comfortable in goal. So I think we were trying to pepper the goal with shots and things. But it just looked like one of them games that was just going to be like a nil nil and frustrating and not finding a breakthrough. But it was just took one one moment of class in the middle of the pitch from um, Rachel Mumford, who was outstanding all game. All game. I think she got player of the match as well. She was so good in the middle of the park, and she put in a crunching tackle. The ball got played through to Alex Dix and she just did the rest. And and then we got one. I was just tweeting about the first goal and the second one went in. So <laughs> it was, uh, it was, and that was such a big win because we're really, really close now to promotion. So. Sure. Fourth are. tier. And, and I'll say about the fourth tier as well while we're here, Charles. Is this the Newcastle? Yes. The yeah. Newcastle. Fourth tier of women's football, which we're hopefully going up to next season. 22,000 fans. 22,000 at St. James's Park to watch it is insane. Um, did you see and their banner as well? Yeah. Brilliant. The way the it? lasses, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it. We're really um, embracing women's football at the moment, and I am here for it. I think in sports in general yeah. as well. Like that, You saw the, the massive boxing match of the weekend as well. Mm. Was it Katie Taylor? Who Katie was Taylor, yeah. In Madison Square Garden, 22 or 20-odd thousand, I think, sold out for that. And it's such a, I think it's such a good time to get into get onto women's football. They've got the Euros coming up this season, this summer. Um, haven't convinced Charles yet to do it. It's all Euros to me again. <laughs> but we might get there in the end. Um, I tell you what, mate, I'll do that if you do World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Not yes, Charles. Bloody World Cup. He said, "You said we're going to be playing during the World Cup, Charles." That's you fine. Do Danny, both. You said on Saturday, Danny at Cobblers. Outside, I distinctly remember it. I was sipping, <laughs> I was sipping my beer. You were sipping. How many beers had I had at this point? You were halfway through your first one. 
Right, okay. And I said, well, are we going to be doing the It's All World Cup to me this year? And you were like, no, nah, well, I don't, don't think we can do it. And I said, well, we should do it. And then you distinctly said, <laughs> right, we should do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. There we go. Definitely said it. Out but. of the mouths of babes. Exactly. Um, <laughs> back to the women's game. Yeah. yeah Charles. Um, what was I going to say next? Yes. So we've, we've got, uh, we are two wins away, basically, from going up now. So we've got four fixtures left, four games left, fixtures, four games mm. left. Chesterfield, who are above us, have only got one. Ooh. The slugs. Ooh. So what? how, how far ahead? <laughs> how far ahead of Chesterfield at the them. moment? Points They're wise? one point, Charles. They're one we've, point ahead Yes, we potentially got can get three more. Three more. So they can go a maximum of four points ahead of us. So we need two, five points, essentially. And we've got Rise Park next, who we beat 7-0 last time. That's this Thursday night. This Thursday, isn't it? yeah, and that's at Spencer, Charles, Ooh. not at Harpole. Okay, so that'll be interesting. I presume that's because it's a Thursday and Flip somebody it. else has booked the pitch at Harpole. More than likely, because yeah, it's one of the rearranged games. I think it's one of the teams that ran away. Yes, it is. Uh, then we have got Lincoln United, which is a tougher game. We lost in the cup to them, I think, earlier in the season. But then we have got Leicester at home, who we beat eight nil last time. So you think Rise Park and Leicester best chances to get though? Them points in the bag and go up, mm. and what an achievement that'd be! It'd be it, it, you just feel it a sense when you're watching them around that they've got such a good community going on there that it means so much to so many people. And Lou and Josh have done such a great job, and you just want it for them so badly to to end with a promotion because they've took them through a couple of lockdowns as well and season cancellations, aren't they as well? And you, you saw the team coming together during that, and you just want them to have something at the end of it to to really celebrate. So it looks, it's looking good. Can I, I, I was looking at the fixtures and I think it's such a shame that the last game mm. is away from home. Yeah. And a Thursday night. Because it's the 19th of May. And of course the 20th mm. is when we hold the Wembley 97 anniversary mm. event on, uh, well at Sixfields. <clears throat> it would have been amazing if that had been a home game, we could mm. have maybe have gone right. All, everyone down to, to Harpole on the Thursday, then everyone at Sixfields on the Friday. Yeah. Well, so we go great. to Notts County. Should we do an away day? Away Actually, day I, Notts County. I mean, I th- you'd think it would be done by the time we play Leicester. So, Yes, you would. That thurs- that's Thursday the 12th of May. That's the last home game. You would think... Big crowd. That I mean, if we win the next two games, then we're up. Yes. Because Chesterfield won't have... Chesterfield don't play until we've got... We've played three more. We've got three more games before they play again. So if we beat Rice Park and Lincoln with that, um, it could be done by the eighth. Come on, let's do it! Come on, come on! Trophy that fourth tier as well. You look at the fourth tier. You look at the pyramid. um, You think fourth tier? Oh, you know, it's a long way up to the WSL still. But actually, there's only that would be in the top fifty teams still. So that's essentially the difference in the men's game of being round about the top of League One. So there's not that many teams, yeah, in front of them as you might think. Oh, it's going to be good. Go on, the women. Come on, the women. Brilliant stuff. Absolutely. Oh, great to see Abby back in action as well, by the way. Oh, yes, Came off the bench. Indeed. Brilliant stuff. Okay, that's it. That's your lot. Coming up this week, Sean Parrish is our guest on the next episode of our Wembley 97 series. And Friday... Fingers crossed, everyone. This is the last episode of the preview show of the season, hopefully. Uh, Thanks, as always, for listening. And if you do enjoy the podcast and you want to help us to keep making episodes, then you can join the fan club on Patreon, where you'll get access to even more podcasts. And as we mentioned earlier on, our community 
on Slack. To sign up, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. It starts at just £2 a month. It's not an awful lot to support a podcast that you get every single week during the season for free. It'd be great to have you in the Slack channel. It'd be great to have you back with us again next week. I'm not going to say it, (laughs) but it would just be great. Have a really good week. One more to go. Come on. Drunk live pod. Drunk live pod. Drunk live pod. Gin. Charge your phone this time, Neil, as well. Yeah. I'll be I'll be travelling back from Barrow. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Come on, let's get it done. Have a great week. See you on Saturday in Barrow, everyone. Clapper it. It's a clapper. Come on. There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. This podcast is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. Football without... Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.